0: Welcome to the Exit Road Podcast, a place where you can learn about tools, techniques, uh, strategies, and professional advisors who can help you to uh, exit your business into a great retirement. And we define a great retirement for an, for an entrepreneur as one where you are exiting your business or businesses when you want with the total income that you want and a purpose that you've determined. Uh, uh, defines and uh, lays out the, uh, the the context of what a great retirement experience is. And that's something that's always going to be unique to you. I'm Frank Warren, occasional racing driver, uh, coffee junkie, and bow tie wearing uh, business exit and succession planning ninja. Um, I'm the associate director at Seabrook Wessex, which is... Um, a South Carolina based, uh, uh, firm. We, uh, design and help our clients to implement, uh, business exits, business succession plans. Uh, we love, 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 uh, serving, um, family owned businesses. And, um, <clears throat> uh, most of our work is in, uh, although we're based in South Carolina, most of our work actually is outside the state in, um, uh, uh, throughout the United States and Canada. Uh, and we're looking forward in 2022, 2023 uh, into uh, starting serving uh, to serve clients in um, Australia and New Zealand. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, if you've been following with us recently, uh, we've been talking about um, some uh, uh, end of the year topics as we get uh, deeper into Q4 2021 and get ready to, to start 2022. And um, uh, one of the things that I uh, shared with you recently was uh, uh, some thoughts on uh, uh, Russell Conwell, uh, the founder of uh, Temple University, and uh, his great essay, Acres of Diamonds. And, um, you know, we, we do a lot of work with helping... Uh, clients to do kind of a self due diligence and to assess um, where the opportunities are to increase the value of their companies uh, and that's an important thing to do particularly if you're uh, if your uh, path to a, uh, an exit into retirement is going to involve a sale to a third party it's better to know in advance uh, the things that they are going to find out that will cause them to want to depress the ultimate uh, uh, sales price so, uh, there are always things that you can do to, to increase those. And then um, we've also, in the last couple of episodes, talked about um, the concept of, uh, of the bonus uh, in an organization. And uh, I've pointed out that you want to take care that uh, your bonus program is more meaningful than dead turkeys at Christmas and that uh, it recognizes and encourages people to give standout performance in what they do. Uh, you don't want your bonus program to be a, um, uh, to be the uh, uh, compensation equivalent of, uh, of a participation trophy in, uh, uh, in elementary school age soccer. Um, today I want to talk some more about uh, about bonuses and I want to talk about about being strategic with uh, with what you do with your bonuses, and um, there are a number of, of um, uh, strategies that you can pursue that that um, bonuses can help you to achieve. Uh, and I want to uh, talk about two, maybe three uh, today. The first one I want to uh, visit with you about is um, uh, the idea of what is uh, of uh, of the stay bonus. Now, stay bonus. As the, uh, as the term implies, is designed to um, make the targeted recipient, um, uh, to encourage that targeted recipient to stay with the company. And in what context would that be? <coughs> well, for one, if you are uh, trying to, uh, if you're taking our advice uh, that is, is pretty much um, uh, Standard advice for any of our clients: We encourage them to uh, to try to create their uh, and transform their companies into concerns that are self-managing enterprises. And um, uh, when you have a self-managing enterprise, it means that you've essentially got the thing on autopilot. You have the right people and the right uh, on the bus, and they're sitting in the right seats. And if you're gone for 30 days or longer and not even uh, checking in at the office, uh, you don't have to because uh, clients are and uh, customers are still being served, the, the, uh, it, the business is still being properly administered, uh, it's still growing and it's still profitable. And that's really critical in, in three places. One is when uh, you ultimately do decide to retire and if you sell to a third party... You uh, Most people want to um, uh, get out and go. They don't want to have to work an earn out where they have to um, uh, stay with the company for a period of time and uh, help to make a transition. You want to make the transition unnecessary and get to a place where um, you're only doing the things that, that um, are unique to you uh, that uh, impact the bottom line uh, with your company, and the stuff that you don't like to do, is being done by people who do like to do those things. Um, so the other two um, uh, two contexts where that is important is if you become disabled to the point that you cannot uh, uh, effectively uh, participate in the conduct of the business, or if you die. Um, and we had that happen in my own. Uh, family. My father died during my freshman year in college at the age of forty-five, and, and nobody knew that uh, that he had uh, any kind of heart disease. In fact, he'd gone through a stress test EKG, and it showed that he was perfectly fine. Only he wasn't so fine. So, um, making sure that your um, that your key personnel at every level. Um, uh, are encouraged to stay using a stay bonus can be a really, really, really helpful thing. And it doesn't mean that you have to give everybody a stay bonus. The big thing you want to do is to make sure that you have leadership in place that is properly empower, uh, empowered and encouraged to um, stay with the company in the event of a, um, uh, of a um, unexpected event like a death or a disability um, and the way that a state bonus generally works um, a um, a multiple of the, the person's uh, compensation is uh, guaranteed to them in some way that might be through uh, disability uh, business disability insurance or uh, key person life insurance uh, or some other method and um, uh, they um, for uh, at different intervals uh, if they're still with the company uh, they get um, another installment from uh, uh, from uh, the stay bonus pool and um, your accountant uh, and lawyer and um, uh, financial advisor uh, can team up and, um, and help you with that if you're not sure how to uh, get the right uh <laughs> get the right lawyer, the right uh, CPA, the right uh, financial advisor on board, uh, we can um, help to provide some guidance in that direction and, and uh, even oversee it. Um, then another great way to uh, incent people through, uh, through, a bon- through a type of bonus <clears throat> is through what's called a, um, a, a phantom stock program. With the phantom stock program, you're not actually issuing stock, but you are um, uh, committing to uh, generating a um, um, a type of participation when you sell your company and uh, go into retirement, um, just as if that person did have so many shares of stock uh, in your company and um, uh, that can be particularly critical um, if um, one of the things that is attracting a buyer of your company who wants to continue to operate it, um, uh, if uh, if they're attracted to the uh, to the makeup of your team, and hopefully a low uh, rate of turnover. And in fact, that's another great place for the uh, for the stay bonus to be involved. Um, if um, you do leave your company and you sell to a third party, uh, it's a really great idea uh, to make sure that uh, the key people who made your company as attractive as it is um, stay with the company um, after, uh, after they're gone. And, the way, and one of the ways that you can fund that is by carving out uh, portions of your sales proceeds and, um, uh, and then uh, have them receive... Uh, installments at uh, particular intervals as they stay with the company and hopefully uh, hopefully if the um, buyer is uh, uh, wise and circumspect he will he or she will make sure that the um, that the key person involved the key manager or um, key uh, associate uh, is treated in such a way that, uh, that it's a positive experience and they do want to stay uh, with the company So, um, uh, then, um, as you think about your strategies for your bonusing, um, sometimes the strategy winds up being a a remedial thing in nature. So, let's say that uh, we come into your company and we're advising you, And we noticed that your rate of return is inordinately large, or excuse me, your rate of turnover is inordinately large for uh, a company in your industry. Um, We're going to ask a number of questions about uh, leadership style and how you are onboarding your people. And... um, and you know one of the things that the, the late Jack Welch used to say about HR functions uh, that the, their purpose is more than um, um, more than uh, filling out insurance forms and uh, planning the uh, the company picnic and Christmas party. Uh, the real purpose of of human resources is to um, it's like the it's, it's like the Office of Player Development at the Boston Red Sox. Uh, the, the, the function is one of recruiting, uh, training, and retaining great talent. And um, so if you notice that, um, uh, and sometimes we may point it out, sometimes you don't see the forest uh, for the trees because you're in the thick of it. Um, but if you do have a, high, uh, a higher than necessary rate of, uh, rate of turnover of your people, um, we are going to uh, take some steps to advise and help you to correct uh, the problem. It may be a leadership problem. It may be um, a lack of communication of your vision. But um, one of the best ways to... Uh, to stem that turnover and to turn it into something that is positive is to um, be strategic with your bonus program and um, depending on the size of your company that may mean uh, making sure that your managers uh, or you yourself uh, know your associates well uh, well enough to know what their interests are and what kinds of things will uh, motivate them to stay with the company and people aren't going to stay with the company just for money. Uh, they're going, they need to have an, an understanding. Um, uh, they need to, to to be able to articulate what your vision is for your company, what your mission is, and what it is that you're all about. And really, everybody in your organization at every level, no matter what the function is, whether they're in a um, um, an office function, a back office function, a warehouse function, um, a, um, a custodial and maintenance function, uh, it does not matter. Everyone in your organization needs to understand that they are re- responsible uh, at their level for the success of the organization. And so, uh, can you communicate that? And then, if you communicate that, and and everybody knows what the uh, values are that uh, they're supposed to um, to display. And again, values in this context is not the um, uh, break room posters with um, uh, uh, syrupy uh, sounding um, sentiments. It these values are behaviors. They're uh, regular activities and. Uh, and behaviors that are uh, that, when displayed and displayed consistently, um, uh, help everyone to get the ball moving down the field toward the objective. So, um, it, when those uh, when that behavior is displayed um, uh, and standout performance occurs, um, make sure that it is, it is rewarded, uh, and it is rewarded first in the. Um, Uh, performance review uh, uh, process and you and your performance reviews really should be very simple you should uh, look for for things that you want to see more of and look for things that you don't want to see uh, much of at all and uh, make sure that you articulate those things and um, and and then um, uh, particularly with your your people who are maybe having some challenges in their jobs uh, you need to look for ways to uh, to draw that uh, that greatness out of them and look for ways to draw more greatness out of the ones who are already performing on a standout basis and then and then compensate them um, uh, compensate them with uh, uh, cash bonuses uh, that are above the norm and or uh, bonuses in kind that um, uh, uh, that, are done in such a way and are of such a nature that they know that you've you've listened to them and you know uh, that team member or that associate as an individual. People again are not going to come and work for you and stay with you just for money. There has to be something more that motivates them and if um, uh, if, um, if you have a uh, a passion for what you are doing Uh, And you can convey that to your people. Uh, That's the kind of thing that's going to engender stand-up performance or standout performance. You and and make sure that that everybody in your organization can, in two or three sentences, uh, tell anybody in the world what this what your company is about. Um, That is the difference between somebody having just a job and being a wage slave and somebody really being a team member, uh, really being an associate. Uh, sometimes those terms are, are, are tossed out and they're really tossed out in a way that they're almost um, uh, euphemisms, for again, for being just wage slaves. And, and what a terrible thing to be a wage slave. Uh, much, uh, it's a much more satisfying experience If everybody in your organization at every level uh, feels that what they do is so important and is so valued by everybody else in the organization that they can't wait to get to work every day. You know, I think about a a friend of mine, um, uh, Mary Kunkel in uh, Ohio. (coughs) And Mary and her husband have um, have a maintenance company. That does commercial uh, commercial building maintenance uh, and janitorial services, and they've created an environment in their company where um, their their turnover in an industry which has just an ungodly rate of turnover uh, in general. Their turnover is a fraction of what their industry is. and and they've done extra things that uh, incent their people uh, uh, monetary bonuses. Uh, helping them to um, uh, you know, provide um, uh, assistance with tuition uh, for either the employees and or their children who uh, want to go to college um, assistance with um, securing a mortgage on a first home and um, for a lot of their people they're uh, people who have immigrated from other countries and um, they work with them to make sure that they're on a path to citizenship and that kind of thing is, uh, that is, that is a strategy that is based on doing the right thing for the right people uh, for the right reasons. So I leave you with that today. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, please come back uh, for our next installment um, as we uh, move toward the, uh, the end of the year and get you ready to go. Into uh, into the first quarter of next year. Uh, again, I'm Frank Warren, uh, associate director of uh, Seabrook Wessex, a South Carolina-based uh, business exit and business succession planning firm. And uh, most of our work again is with uh, uh, small family-held companies, and we particularly like serving uh, companies that uh, are in transition to another generation. So. Um, When we get together next, we're going to talk about uh, family dynamics and uh, business transition and um, uh, how those can affect uh, your exit and uh, the uh, sustainability of your company. Uh, So with all that, have a great rest of your day and keep having fun on the road to world domination.